Hello, this is Dr. Whiting. And today I want to talk to you about something that is so incredibly timely, uh, we couldn't be more on the, on the ball than we are. I want to talk to you about communicable diseases. More specifically, the current uh, epidemic or pandemic of the swine flu. Flu epidemics occur worldwide every few years. Um, they seem to be cycled around and various strains of these virus circle the globe and become more or less uh, uh, of a concern. Certainly this current virus is of concern uh, as the Centers for Disease Control and the World Health Organization are urging uh, uh, aggressive measures to help contain it. And the biggest reason why we're concerned about this is because this particular virus is a combination or mutation of an animal virus, in this case swine, and a human virus, which makes it much easier uh, to transmit not only from animal to human, but from humans to humans, which could uh, greatly accelerate the uh, number of cases in various areas. Um, but you have to understand that, that this isn't the first time this has happened, uh, but people tend to forget until it happens again. Um, we had such things as the bird flu, Asian flu, Hong Kong flu. In fact, according to the Centers for Disease Control, in 1957, there was an outbreak of the Asian flu and it ended up killing two million people worldwide. Then in 1968, we had the Hong Kong flu and that resulted in one million deaths worldwide. In 2003, we had the avian or bird flu and 257 deaths were attributed to that. What you have to understand is that seasonal flus, that's the flu season that comes around every fall and early winter, produces a fairly high number of fatalities. And according to the Centers for Disease Control, every year about 250,000 to 500,000 uh, people die as a result of regular seasonal influenza. Now granted, most of these people are either elderly or people with compromised immune systems. Which brings me to what I really want to discuss with you today. Prevention is very, very important. Now, the standard medical hygienic principles certainly should be used immediately. Those are the things that are discussed on the TV programs like the doctors, Oprah, and even Dr. Gupta on CNN has mentioned these several times. Such things as washing your hands regularly, covering your mouth when you cough or sneeze, and avoiding concentrated crowds of people. These are the basic things that will really go a long way to help reducing the incidence of this virus or any other. But we need to understand the role that the immune system plays in protecting us. You see, our bodies are exposed to hundreds of potential dangerous pathogens, virus and bacteria, every day. Every day. And uh, if microbes alone cause disease, we'd be sick all of our lives. But uh, the microbes alone don't cause sickness or disease. You have to also have a faulty immune system at the same time. Now, sometimes uh, we pay attention to our immune system, usually when we get sick, but when we're well, we very often just simply ignore it. 
But our human immune system needs help just like everybody else and just like every part of us. So this is a good time uh, with the, uh, a current uh, uh, swine flu issue that we might want to pay a little closer attention to our immunity. What things affect immunity negatively? Well, your immune system can become exhausted, and when that happens, it is less likely to respond rapidly to an invasion in your body of a virus or a bacteria. And the length of time it takes for you, your, your immune system to respond aggressively, build antibodies, really makes the difference between uh, how sick you're going to get. Most of these invading microbes you never know about because your immune system takes care of them before they can make you ill. But as your immune system becomes more sluggish, uh, this situation can change. What are the factors that can affect your immune system? Well, lack of sleep. That's a big one. Uh, sleep deprivation uh, is a very serious issue, especially for the immune system, because the immune system tends to rebuild or to regenerate during sleep pre-existing health problems. So that means if you have other health issues like diabetes, heart disease, uh, and, and almost any of the chronic diseases, uh, your body tends to be able to respond to invading microbes uh, with less uh, speed and efficiency as it might if in a more healthy individual. So let's talk about the ways that we can help to build a strong immune system. Well, there are nutrients that have been shown in hundreds of clinical studies to help build the immune system. The first one has to, of course, be vitamin C. There is more literature uh, in, the, in the journals about the role of vitamin C in preventing the common cold and the flu and various other things. The work of the late Linus Pauling alone cited hundreds of clinical studies that showed that the benefits of vitamin C in helping to prevent uh, these microbes from taking us over uh, is enormous. So we add to that strong uh, clinical evidence of vitamin C, the B complex, and various glandular extracts such as thymus, uh, adrenal, and so forth, which can help to boost uh, uh, the body's uh, overall uh, uh, glandular function. Then there are colostrum extracts, primarily from bovine or cattle sources. And uh, colostrum is the material that is found in uh, uh, breast milk. Uh, whether it be human or animal, and for supplement purposes, we use bovine colostrum. It is designed to, in the first days and weeks of birth, to give uh, um, us humans and other animals our immunity. So it is very powerful as far as an immune stimulant. Uh, lastly, we use a substance called beta-D-glucan. Uh, and in some cases, mycelial mushroom extract. Now, all of these various uh, uh, things can be purchased separately, but they're not necessary. You can find them all together in one formula, and there are several companies that are producing these formulas. The one we use with our clients at our research centers around the world is called ImmuGuard. And ImmuGuard is produced by a company in Southern California called Phoenix Nutritionals. And that's the one that we have been using for quite a long time. 
Antiviral drugs such as Tamiflu, Amantadine, and various other things are helpful in a more crisis situation. For example, if you have an outbreak in your immediate area, if you've already come down with a flu virus, these antivirals can be very, very helpful in shortening the duration of the illness. Uh, but it's always a good idea to prepare your body ahead of time for defense. And your first line of defense, of course, is your immune system. So what we recommend is that you consider taking a full spectrum vitamin mineral formula every day so that your body has the basic raw nutrients that it needs on a daily basis. Secondly, consider using a high potency multifaceted immune support formula. And if you are looking for a recommendation, you certainly may contact our research center. Uh, remember, here at the Institute of Nutritional Science, we are the leaders in natural health on the Internet. You can contact us toll-free at 888-454-8464. You can email us at askthedoc, A-S-K-T-H-E-D-O-C, at healthyinformation.com, and you can visit us on the web at www.healthyinformation.com. We have had tremendous success with our ImmuGuard formula, and this would be a good time to consider helping your immune system so through this period it can help protect you. I'm Dr. Whiting, and thank you for listening.